Christmas lights, see them shine in the eyes of a child. Let them shine. I used to be one of them. Christmas tree. You're listening to Christmas Lights by Luna Keller. Great way to get you into the Christmas spirit as we move into the Christmas season just a few days away. Welcome to the Being a Dad on Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Benavides. I'm excited to be with you today as we talk about fighting fair. Yeah, fighting fair. You know, in this season of being, um, you know, kind of cooped in, cramped in, tensions can get high, right? We can be uh, pretty short with each other, with our kids. Our tempers can flare, our anger can come out, and sometimes if we're not wise, we can use words that aren't very nice, to put it gently. So in this episode today, we're going to talk about what it means to truly fight fairly with each other and how to really appreciate uh, your partner, appreciate the the mother of your children, um, and how to be dads that really understand what it means to control our words. So with that, let's go forward. So an article, in an article written, um, I guess in 2018, November 2018, uh, written by Grant Brenner, a doctor who is in psychology today, kind of shared some details as to what it really looks like to fight fairly, right? Um, And he shares this quote that it is in playing and only in playing that the individual child or adult is able to be creative and to use the whole personality. And it is only in being creative that the individual discovers the self, right? So now... What does that have to do with fighting fair? Well, we have to be aware of who we are. We've talked about this in previous episodes, taking care of ourselves, knowing our weaknesses, knowing our flaws, knowing the times that we, what what triggers things in about us and, and causes us to um, react poorly in situations. And Dr. Brenner um, actually shares some great tips. And so we're going to kind of talk through these tips a little bit and, and I'll share a few thoughts on my own. And then hopefully it's encouraging to you in this season. So one of the things that he suggests is fair is fair, right? Fairness means justice and acting morally with loved ones when conflict arises. So ground rules are in order and we have to agree to the rules before engaging in disputes. So we have to agree to give each other the time and the space, though, to grow into these kinds of rules because they aren't necessarily something we come into adulthood understanding from our families of origin. So what he's basically suggesting, and obviously I know you understand what I'm speaking, but let me just kind of say it in easier words. We need to set up rules and bear and boundaries as to what is going to be allowed and not allowed in our fighting. And when it is kind of um, brought up or out, of, we go out of bounds, how do we address those things, right? But we also have to understand that there are there's growth that has to occur in our arguing. You see, when um, I first got married to my wife, we um, we tended to butt heads on occasion. But one of the things that we butted heads on was how do we actually fight? You see, I was raised in a, in a home where there was a lot of yelling, a lot of um, anger, 
and I chose and I still do choose to not really yell very often I try not to I try not to raise my voice I try not to get too angry and um, I also control how I speak right um, and so but for her family they would fight they might yell at each other but then they'd go shopping right afterwards it was just a different thing so for me and her we for her and I she and I proper English is not my thing whatever but we would we would always talk about the different ways that we have discovered how to fight with each other because it's going to happen right fights are inevitable in relationships fight fights are inevitable when especially when you're trying to know how to discipline kids or or know you know just different decision making and communication and all that stuff so how do we do it in a correct way well you need to make sure that you have boundaries that you're not going to cross certain names you won't say um, maybe you won't compare each other to the, their parents maybe when you're arguing or um, having conflict with your children you're not going to bring up their past mistakes you're not going to make them feel bad about themselves that like you might have an argument but you're never going to say you're never going to call them certain words um, you're never going to say to them that they're dumb they're stupid whatever um, you know sometimes it slips out I've, I mean I won't say that I've said it but I know that parents who have said it and the reality of it is is that sometimes it slips it doesn't make you a bad parent it just means that you just have to know how to apologize which comes to the next point that Dr. Uh, Brenner sh shows up and he says repair and recovery part of fairness is to give one another room to err and to recover you see we again have to practice grace right grace is not just a Christian word it is something that we all have to know how to do Grace is a part of being compassionate, being empathetic, realizing that everybody has a different story, everybody has a different background, everybody has a different way of, of communicating their pain. We have to listen, we have to understand that sometimes things are said or experienced and it can be, it can be hard on them, on the person you're arguing with. And so you have to take a step back and be willing to acknowledge the fact that there are some moments for that are necessary for grace in giving that grace one of the things he shares is that um where compassion serves as a regular regulator for empathy because empathy can backfire when it backfires we can over empathize with partners and try to hard, try too hard to help them this leads to problems for example as one's own needs are neglected and the other person feels smothered compassion allows us to maintain a fair balance between ourselves and others as we determine how to calibrate shared needs when resources, emotional and otherwise, may be limited. We have to have a balance between our compassion and empathy. We do. We also have to be aware of our own needs and our own emotions, the things that have to be answered. We cannot just be worrying about how to protect the, the feelings or the emotions of, our, of the person we're arguing with. We have to be willing to um, express our own things in, a, in an honest way way so being real with your partner sharing the love sharing the um, the things that you need and um, but at the same time respecting what they're needing too and recognize that again grace is needed so now when you are looking at fighting fair right a fair fight means that the odds are not artificially biased before the contest begins so for couples seeking to use conflict constructively this means that the fight has to be only about the topic at hand it isn't fair to bring old conflicts into the present issue okay that's another thing that Brenner shares I don't know about you but sometimes when I get into arguments I do like to bring up things that they used to do or that they've done in the past 
it's not fair, it's not okay. But sometimes I'm like, oh, well, you remember that one time? No, they won't remember because honestly, that's not what they're thinking about. They're thinking about the fight that's going on right now. So how do we respect each other? Don't bring up past experiences. Don't bring up what they've done before. Really respect each other, respect our past, or respect our present, and what the current fight is about. Don't be um, a person who brings up old stuff. Why you got to be bringing up old stuff, right? Don't do that. Um, it's not fair to them. It's not fair to you, really, because you're not going to like it when they do it to you. So don't do it. So rather than being separated and tempted to rat one another out to get a lighter sentence, as in the usual prisoner's dilemma, they are stuck together on an island of sorts. Their fates are inextricably intertwined as a singular couple. Um, that's the last portion of that um, segment. Um, the reality of it is, is that you have to realize that you're in this together, right? So fighting fair requires you to remember that you have to be connected um, for a long haul. Especially when it comes to your kids, whether you're married, whether you're dating, whether you are split, you're still having to be connected for the long haul. As we, um, as last week's episode, talking about, um, you know, co-parenting. So fighting fair is not bringing up old stuff, not bringing up um, these things that are going to end up causing more damage to your relationship. You are still on this island together and you have to be connected. So don't bring up old things. Focus on what you're fighting about and then let it go. Brenner also suggests that cooperation is the only way to go. Fights have to be a win-win in the till-death-do-us-part scenario. If you are stuck together, it stands to reason that you have to work together as well as possible. For a fair fight, it is only fair if all participants come out ahead, so the fight has to be a play fight. So, again, recognizing that you're, if you're married, if you're in a good relationship, these fights have to be very delicate in the sense of you're not damaging each other. You're not bringing them down. You're not lowering their their level. You aren't you aren't beating them down in any way, shape, or form. You're really just trying to get your point across, listen to their point, understand that there's probably misunderstandings or fears or things like that that might be there, and loving each other through the process. Because again, now, I mean, okay, as dads, and we have kids, so we know what sex is about. Let's face it. You have a pretty decent fight, and you get over it, you're going to have some pretty decent makeup sex. Enjoy that, right? But for those who are fighting with people who they're not connected with sexually anymore, uh, recognize the fact that they have their own things going on too. It's not all about you. It's about, it's about you both figuring out how to maneuver through this life together now that you're not together in a relationship, but you have kids to take care of. So find a balance. Continue to fight well. Fight fair. Use kind words, support each other. Do not demonstrate how to how to um, take each other out because your kids are learning from that. And again, with your kids, you have a fight with them, don't name call, don't belittle, don't bring them down because it's not fair to them either. Support them. Have a fight, okay, but teach them how to, how to say sorry. Teach them how to have compassion. Teach them how to see um, the right way to... Um, speak to each other even in a disagreement even in an argument show them that you can still love each other even when you don't agree even when you don't want to get along even when you have a fight the great thing about it with my wife and I is that we don't fight enough 
you know, loudly, you know, we don't get it like, we don't get into like these major all out outbursts. So now if we make a, uh, if we're joking with each other, you know, raising our voices, our kids instantly say, stop fighting. And we're like, we're not fighting. We're playing around. They don't know the difference, <laughs> which, um, I guess in a way is a good thing, right? Because they've never really seen us have major outbursts with each other. They've never seen us have crazy fights. That comes to my final point with you. If you are with somebody, try not to fight with them in front of your kids. If you can. If you can hold off to have a conversation or discussion about it toward, after your kids are put to bed, then do it. If it has to be handled right away, send the kids out of the room. Do what you can to avoid having major blowout arguments in front of your children because Again, that does cause them some some fear in themselves. What's going to happen? When we talked about last week, fifty percent of relationships are ending in divorce. Right? That's a that's a crazy number. It happens. But if your kids and you're watching, they're watching you. Are, are mommy and daddy going to be together? Or are they not going to be together? As their as their peers are having parents divorcing and separating, they're now in that mindset of, well, what's that going to happen? When we watch cartoons, and it's even becoming regular regular for um, kids to have divorced parents. Television shows, they watched um, Raven's House, I think it's called, um, or one of those. And in there, there's parents who are divorced, and they've asked, like, what does that mean? And I have to tell them, and they're like, well, are you a mom again to get divorced? And I say, I hope not, right? I don't believe so, right? That no, I want to say no. You know, and and I and I pray to God that it never happens, um, but unfortunately that's a reality that they're facing, and now they're looking at us going, "What's next?" So when they see us argue, that's an instant thought that's probably going to come into their heads. So let's protect that, protect them in their innocence right now in their young ages. So when they're older, they can see what the difference is. They know when it's going to be a bad fight, when it's not a bad fight. When they can see that um, there is tension, how do they? How do we walk through that? So I just want to encourage you, think through how you're fighting, when you're fighting, where you're fighting, what do you say, when do you say it, because in the end, we have kids that we're raising, we want them to know how to fight responsibly and fight fairly, and they need to get the demonstration from the parents. And as dads, we need to learn how to control our anger, control our words, so that we're leaving a lasting legacy of kindness, compassion, empathy, mercy, justice, right? They want to know those words. They want to see the, and they got to see it demonstrated through us. So with that, I end this episode encouraging you to fight fair, fight with kindness, and ultimately demonstrate love well for your kids. So with that, I hope you have a great rest of your day, week, month, year, whatever time it is that you're listening to this, and that you're encouraged, that your challenge should be a better dad. Remember, we're being dads on purpose. We have a role to play. We're encouraging our kids. We're challenging our kids. And we're demonstrating what it means to truly be good dads in this world. So, thanks for listening. Again, this is the Being a Dad on Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Benavides. Hopefully, I'll be talking to you next week. It's Christmas time anyway. Bye.
Christmas lights, see them shine in the eyes of a child. Let them shine. I used to be one of them. Christmas tree in a sand. Let them shine.